Well, what a great tournament we had in I-League qualifiers and it always exceeds our expectations. And that's exactly what happened this time around. Rajasthan United FC have been crowned champions and you're listening to episode number three of the Totally Indian Football Show. I'm your host, Suju. And today I have two great people, well-known people uh, in the Indian football industry. Rahul Sen Gupta, who's currently working with Sports Interactive, who's also making his debut on the show. Welcome to the show, Rahul. Hello, hello. Looking forward to it. Great. And we also have Abresh Mina, who needs no introduction. She is a very special person and a special guest. Always will be on this show. Welcome to the show, Abresh Mina. Thank you, Siju. That was a beautiful introduction. Thanks. <laughs> Great. Of course, you need good introduction. So you keep coming to our show, you know. So I have to keep you happy. Let's get started, guys. Uh, like I said, it has always exceeded our expectation. Uh, the ILE qualifiers, a crazy one this time around too. Abrishmina, I'll start with you. Your just initial thoughts, if you can tell. How surprised were you or how amazed were you at the whole tournament? Um, not surprised, uh, really. I think we've come to expect uncertainty from the ILE qualifiers. From the second division per se. So yeah, it was not very uh, surprising. But yes, definitely entertaining. And yeah, some really good games. And honestly, it was like you could gauge the level of Indian players so much. And how much they're actually capable of even going up the division. So yeah, it was it was very entertaining, I'd say. Rahul, your thoughts on it? Oh, well, I mean, uh, from a football point of view, it was great to see live coverage of domestic football. Uh, you know, uh, good teams, nine of them battling it out. As uh, Brashmina mentioned, they were really entertaining matches, hard-fought matches. Uh, though there were a lot of goalless draws, but it was still, uh, uh, you know, uh, something uh, what really uh, struck me was that, uh, you know, anything can happen in these matches. You know, sometimes you're seeing... Uh, a team is playing so well, controlling possession, creating chances, but someone, the opponent is coming and scoring the goal. And, you know, the unpredictability really stood out. Uh, obviously, uh, this is not the perfect per se, and uh, uh, this is definitely a very short-term, uh, you know, tournament. It's not even a league, uh, uh, to be honest. But, uh, uh, you know, ignoring all of that stuff aside... I mean, from a football point of view, uh, from uh, from the fact that the fans got to see the matches live, uh, I think it was uh, it was a decent show and uh, really enjoyed watching some uh, you know domestic football and uh, uh, and I'm sure the champion uh, will have a lot of tasks to do. They have to prepare for the I League and definitely uh, it is something that they will be working on. So yeah, looking forward to it. Now, Abreshmana, you were also one of the first ones to break a news right before the I League could start, which was not a very good news because of which we only saw nine teams compete in this qualifiers, whereas it should have been ten. Hydra Kashmir FC. So, sports Hydra Sports Kashmir FC. Sorry, if you can tell us something more about it, like how what's the status as of now? If you followed up on that bit. Um, status as of now, like, see, the last time I spoke to them, they were all um, hassled and they had asked AIFF for some time to prove that they did not produce a fake bank guarantee. But obviously, AIFF also did not have that much time in hand to even allow them that. And more than anything else, the bank had clearly said that it was not a legit uh, bank guarantee produced by them. So 
there was no way that they could have gone back from that so yeah i mean it, it turned out to be a very ugly affair because i mean you everyone was looking forward to their participation on other team from kashmir but uh, yeah it just turned out to be really ugly in the end and um, i mean i also understand the fact that uh, so much money has to be produced uh, you know you have to give a bank guarantee of so much money 25 lakhs i guess so i mean that is a lot but then uh, i also understand from aff's perspective that if you have to run a legit club uh with proper structure and everything you need some sort of backing some sort of money bank guarantee and stuff so i think that is why they ask for that money but yeah it's it's it just the balance is difficult because the clubs are trying to do something and the aff requires this much commitment so it just becomes the balance is actually off in indian football because you don't have that much investment on probably you have you want participation but investment becomes an issue so yeah i mean uh, sad for them but uh, in the end aff also did not have any other team in the line to replace them so they had to go ahead with nine teams and it turned out to be like disbalanced groups also so yeah it just uh, became really difficult i feel Okay so now let's just talk about the whole tournament in terms of the performance and everything and uh, well unfortunately yes we just had nine teams but it was no less of a drama or entertainment on the pitch with all the performance by the team now the teams like FC Bangalore United Kerala United FC Delhi FC you know these were kind of i'm sure these were the favorites going ahead going into the tournament and uh, the outcome we saw there were a lot of surprises in terms of the performance and uh, and and then we always saw who was the two we already saw who were the two fighting it out for the title Rajasthan United and King Cray FC so overall abreshmana Uh, in the group stage before it could go on for the top 4 again fighting it out how do you rate performances of fcbu who had another chance to probably make it to the i league and uh, because they come with a lot of uh, they do a lot of things right behind the scenes people like richard gormangi and the players that they've had uh, where do you think it went wrong for them was it fatigue that they were coming right from duran cup or what do you think went wrong with them maybe it was the fatigue or uh, what stood out for me in their performance was they weren't consistent or uh, throughout the 90 minutes you could see a lot of ups and downs with the team which is why i think it became difficult for them to you know get results because there are teams that can say defend a one goal lead but fcbu is not one of those teams so you've got to be for them it's like you've got to be on your toes for the entire 90 minutes and they weren't that there were lots of ups and downs in their games and they were uh, i i also felt that they were relying a little too much on sanju pradhan's deliveries and for his deliveries to be precise and for someone to get to the end of it and score so yeah i mean and once pedro manzi got injured it became even more difficult for them so yeah i mean disappointing uh, for them because yeah like you mentioned they do a lot of things right behind the scenes so it's it's kind of sad that they 
one more year and they could not go up but i mean it just uh, for third season it just becomes like a lot of a lot more work for them to do to f- to figure out get better personal i feel recruit a bit better understanding the second division more because i feel for second division you need a lot more consistency and just just be very solid overall uh so yeah i mean i feel those are areas that they really need to work on exactly i mean though we are disappointed on uh, seeing them you know go out like that and they have to probably fight it out for one more year but the point that you've raised is something similar to when we spoke to kankre's coach akil before the tournament could start he said i league the second division is something unpredictable and you have to prepare even much more because the competition is such at a stake right rahul do you think this probably like abrishmana you know ended her note with saying that this gives them more time to go back and to correct a lot of things and understand second division better because once they come into even the i league it's not going to be easy ahead so there's a lot of things that they need to do maybe a little more right in terms of recruiting the right players absolutely and uh, to be very honest uh, i mean fc bangalore united were one of the favorites and to see them go out without any wins uh, is definitely alarming and of course they need to go back to the drawing board i think for me the factors that stood out is that they were depending on a lot on players who have been in the past i mean you cannot expect the likes of dharamraj ravan and kingshuk devnath to put 90 minutes day in day out play the durant cup in a sluggy uh, you know moist ground and then expect to do well in an artificial turf in the bangalore football stadium so i think uh, these are some of the factors that definitely you know worked against them and playing in artificial turfs is uh, i think at least one and a half times more difficult you know the players are prone to feeling uh, you know more knocks and pains on their knees and the age is catching up you know sanju pradhan uh, used to play uh, in his prime uh, almost a decade ago uh, and if the team is depending on his uh, set piece deliveries it's a problem right so i think uh, they need to take cues from uh, you know coaches like you mentioned akhil or even vikram sharma they have actually cracked the second division qualifier scenario like akhil did a decent preparation he had a two weeks or three weeks camp in mumbai with the teams were mostly uh, you know made up of uh, players from maharashtra region so you know that helps whereas they were in calcutta bangalore united came back to bangalore uh, had to immediately play so obviously these things needs to be planned in a better way uh, so i think uh, from my end definitely they need to look at players who you know can give in uh, you know efforts and run for full 90 minutes and definitely it has to be younger ones it cannot be people who are above 32 33 so that is something fundamentally they have to go back to the drawing board yeah and i'm sure we'll definitely see them get back because they with the likes of richard and mangi doing leading the things in terms of the coaching front they also would be the first ones to critique themselves so i'm sure we can definitely look forward to much more from bengaluru united uh, but talking about kerala united fc as well right that was also a club that was probably looked forward to uh, we know george taking over the head coach role and uh, rahul what do you think happened with him and squad i think uh, uh, fairly what happened with binu he also uh, considered to it he got very less time to prepare i mean he put together a team he did try his best got in midon uh, santosh trophy fame got in some of the players 
that he definitely look for. They have a long term vision with uh, you know Sheffield United and the United Group that they're talking about. But uh, I think what definitely uh, they missed was having good foreign players who can create the differences. I think uh, that is something that they definitely missed out on. And uh, overall. Uh, in terms of performance, they they did start well. I mean, uh, it was as you as Abhishekmina mentioned that it was a uh, you know disbalance altogether. The Kerala United uh, uh, you know group played more matches. So uh, had they been in Group A, they could have uh, you know been to the finals because uh, none of the Group A teams have won two matches. So uh, you could also you know curse the scheduling and the grouping etc. But uh, having said, uh, whatever they uh, were able to achieve, I mean in a short span of time and they're here for the long run, uh, the players did show some promise. They, uh, you know, narrowly missed out on uh, at least one more draw could have definitely uh, taken them to the, uh, you know, uh, second round for sure. But, uh, you know, that's football and I think uh, the near miss was because they did not get enough time to prepare. I think uh, that is what uh, Binu also mentioned after the season got over and he was uh, basically speaking to the media. Abreshmana, your thoughts on, I mean, I'll ask you for both for Kerala, United FC and Delhi FC, who did go to advance towards the later stage of the tournament, but then fell short. For uh, Kerala, I do agree with Rahul. I I don't think that they were any bad. Um, they just, they were just edged out by Kenkre on goal difference. So, yeah, I mean, they uh, they got two wins also from four games. So, yeah, they, I wouldn't say that they were bad. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just how second division kind of works. I mean, Kenkri just got a point more, one draw extra. So, yeah, like Rahul mentioned, I mean, just one draw could have done them better. So, yeah, I mean, I would say for the amount of time that they got for preparation and, I mean, it, like, they just starting they're kind of just starting so uh yeah i mean i'm sure that they are going to be better than next uh qualifiers and yeah i mean i i don't think that they were actually pretty uh good at times and uh yeah i mean the a, a bit of up and down but i think that's something that they will work on about uh delhi fc i mean yes they were uh even pre-tournament favorites i mean one of the strongest teams uh, they had some really good players also, um, where I think uh, they fell short overall was maybe, I just felt like Rajasthan and Kenkre performed more like a team and they just, they were just solid teams. They just fought for each ball, held on and just got through with it. I just felt that their uh, the solidity in the middle and the defense did them good, uh, which is where uh, Delhi fell short. I mean, I think they had some really good moves up front, good attack, but just one, uh, they their standout players were Anwar and uh, Barbosa, but it's just that they had one a, a couple of down games and I mean, that's it in the current format of the I-League qualifiers. Yeah, absolutely. Now to ask you before we, you know, talk about the champions and the runners-up uh, performance, I want to ask you that leaving Rajasthan and Kenkre, which are the teams that, you know, probably amazed you and impressed you uh, in the entire tournament? Rahul? 
No, I mean the obvious choice is Kerala United. They would have topped Group A. Uh, it was just their bad luck that they were in Group B and cumulatively they got more points. And uh, I'm very interested uh, about the future of Kerala United, specifically about the fact that the region has so many fans supporting football. Uh, there's a global investment that they have. So I'm really interested to see how they uh, do it better. And I think, uh, uh, you know, I must mention that I loved watching Rinti in the first match, uh, coached by Coach Klain from uh, Meghalaya. Klain, uh, uh, you know, used to work with Rangdaji at United. He knows, uh, uh, you know, these lower tiers of Indian football very well. Bunch of young, uh, talented boys trying to, uh, you know, uh, sneeze a point. And the way the first match happened, it was end-to-end -end action. It gave a lot of promise, you know. So. Definitely, we would want to see more teams from uh, Northeast or Inti. Definitely, if they continue to invest in community and youth development, we should definitely see them again next year. Uh, one team I'm definitely interested also to see if they can do something better is Madan Maharaj. I mean, it's always good to see the game grow in different parts of the world. So, there's a team now from Madhya Pradesh. It will be interesting to see if they continue the momentum. They did spend decent amount of money getting Mehtab Hussain and the likes of Abhishek Das, uh, Monotosh Chakladar. So these kind of players they signed who are like kind of uh, Calcutta League uh, legends in their own rights in up to some extent. So I think uh, uh, what they fell short again is timing. But I, I, I mean, if this format continues, uh, if it is about unpredictability, we will see more Rajasthan United story coming up. But uh, I think in the long run, fundamentally all of these teams needs to play more matches and it has to be organized in a much longer period of time and not just a one-month tournament in an artificial turf. Yeah, Abhishma, the same question to you, the clubs that impressed you. I would, for me, the first would be Rinti, particularly because I genuinely enjoyed watching them. Their bane was literally their finishing. They just could not finish. Otherwise, I felt, I honestly found them a treat to watch. I mean, their movements and everything just spoke so much of Northeast, of Meghalaya. And for a state that used to produce so many players for the top division, and currently, I mean, obviously, the not too many players in the top division from Meghalaya, to see a club from there uh, perform the way they did, if they keep working on it and if they just can improve their finishing, I think they'll be uh, much better. So, yeah, for me, Rinti, definitely, definitely. I really enjoyed watching them. And apart from that, yeah, Kerala United. Because I think, uh, yeah, I mean, it was just their luck that they were in Group B with uh, teams like uh, Delhi FC and Kankre. Otherwise, they would have been in the final round. Great. Now, I think we've, we have advanced from group stage to the latter stage of the tournament. And uh, Kankre, as both of you guys mentioned, definitely they went in and like we had spoken to Akhil before, their preparation was on point. They had a camp, not just in Bombay, I think they also had a camp in Hyderabad. So they did a lot of things right as well. And rightly so, they went all the way to the finals. And it was just about the points here and there. Rajasthan just wanted a draw to take the title. Well... Kankre, congratulations if you guys, any of you guys are listening to the podcast, to Akhil and to the entire team. We hope to see, continue seeing you in action. And uh, just like Rahul mentioned, we hope to see this tournament not be a tournament, but be a league, which would be more interesting. 
you know but let's talk about Rajasthan United FC they deserve i think an entire show and probably we'll definitely do that but today we have some time left for talking about just about Rajasthan a first ever club from that state that we will see in i league or in all competition ever to be seen uh, rahul your thoughts how ecstatic are you to see a new club i'm sorry to kill the buzz i am not at all excited so see rajasthan has its own problem rajasthan the state association was banned for almost a decade from 2007 to i think 2016 they didn't even have a league so rajasthan royals rajasthan united actually my bad started off as jaipur engineering college and research center football club so it's basically based in a private uh, university uh, setup they have good infrastructure they have hostel facilities swimming pools gym and a great uh, football ground i think the credit ultimately goes to vikrant sharma i mean we cannot take away the fact that this coach is someone who has cracked this format uh, he almost did it 2 3 years ago with hindustan fc they lost in the final match against real kashmir uh, by 3 2 and real kashmir finally advanced to the i league so whether uh, you know getting into i league rajasthan football will uh, see a new dawn i mean yes time will say that uh, i am happy uh, to say the least that there's a new region and a new team coming up but ultimately it was a short term tournament from aiff's point of view and rajasthan did well to plan for that short term tournament so i am not very uh, you know hopeful that whether they will go on to dominate indian football and build massive fan base in the state and Uh, tomorrow you know every rajasthani will start supporting football club of the, uh, their own state i don't see that happening honestly uh, but it's good to have them they have got uh, some amazing players uh, the likes of uh, you know aman thapa sukhjit singh uh, they had a nigerian skipper akim ola he has played in uh, multiple places uh, before so i think uh, as a unit they performed very very well and what abreshmina mentioned and that's exactly what you need for second division i league or the i league qualifiers you need young players to fight together as a team win every ball uh, you know go up to the referee uh, win your fouls and the team spirit comes in uh, you know very handy in these kind of tournaments and that's when if you have too many 30 plus uh, you know stars of yesterday it does become a problem at times so congratulations to rajasthan united they won it fair and square and they deserve to be in the i league and all credit goes to the players the management the coach he actually cracked the format very well and uh, best wishes they have uh, time to prepare now they are joining the illustrious i league uh, you know which is now a 12 team affair uh, so they have a, a, a you know a task cut out for themselves too yeah abreshmina what about you how do you see some more probably we'll see local players from rajasthan making it to the top division one day or not that is what was mentioned in the press conference uh, today so yeah hopefully that will happen uh, vikrant did say that uh, they want they this would give players from the state a platform to uh, you know have a team of their own to play for so hopefully that will happen but then again i do agree with uh, rahul even and that is something even vikrant mentioned in the press conference today that uh, rajya the state association does not do much and for any sort of youth development from their side is going to be difficult because they would not have too many matches in the state to play 
so having a lot of youth players always helps in your uh, i league campaign as well because then you at least are not you're not spending too much money on players and trying to and if for a coach if you have a coach like vigrant he can work with uh, young players and make them play to their potential so yeah i mean i feel that is something that they'll really have to work out uh for the tournament i league qualifiers yes i mean i like i mentioned i think they just had a very very solid team and they did uh exactly what uh i feel really works in the i league qualifiers which is not to lose you know um they did not win too many matches but they also did not lose too many matches so it's that is something that worked for them aman thapa uh, obviously shone through two goals excellent work rate i felt so yeah i mean i do feel overall i think and uh, yes i like rahul mentioned i would give a whole lot of credit to vigrant exactly i mean he went so close with hindustan fc so for him honestly i am really happy because uh, he finally made it to the i league with rajasthan united something that he just missed out on with hindustan fc Absolutely and it's I mean always good to see a coach being rewarded for the all the good things that he's been doing whether it's even if even though it's a different team uh nothing like that right I mean we would have either seen Hindustan FC and we now we have a new club from Rajasthan itself so all kudos and congratulations to the entire team just like both of them mentioned I also feel that it's too early to be either be impressed or either be you know too critical about the way it goes so we'll all have to be waiting you know play the waiting game to see how they kind of progress the next level and what are the players that they get in and you know i league is going to be a long i mean though it's a short not a long it doesn't go through all the year but uh, definitely will be a long one for a new club like rajasthan and there will be a great competition that they they need to be ready for and i'm sure vikran knows about it so yeah let's let's look forward to it very excitedly that we have a new club uh, into the i league now that i think that brings us to the close of the i league qualifiers tournament discussion and once again it always exceeds our exceeds our expectation and this time too it wasn't you know it was a brilliant one as well we hoped that you know from next year we see a longer format so we get to see more much more game time given so we can also see much more uh, performances from the young boys as well as probably the foreign players that they'll have anyway now let's move on to something that's happening currently uh, just like i mean i don't know if i mentioned this earlier but you will be listening to this episode on the 27th so that means we have currently the afc under 23 happening and our national team our boys are playing there they won against oman it was a 2-1 victory tomorrow that is i mean 27th would be later today they will be playing against uae so brishmana your quick thoughts on the performance against oman that the boys put up and what do you expect to see them play against uae Um I think they did put up a good performance against Oman. Uh Oman weren't very clinical. I mean, I felt that the pressing from India was good, uh which is why they could win balls high up and you know, uh when they have a short distance to cover from there, uh they kind of work better than when they have to make a move forward. So yeah, and I also felt that with these guys i felt stimacho's plans worked so yeah i mean good performance 
uh we'll have to see what happens against uh uae also because uh uae did uh, lose their first game and they are the hosts so yeah i mean they would definitely want to get a win against india so yeah i mean open group interesting good performance for the first game but uh, i mean there's a i i still feel like just two matches yes but uh, long way ahead rahul your quick thoughts on this so i think uh, i i loved watching the match i mean compared to the senior team i mean the players did put up a very good show it was very organized the fact that many of these kids played together in the indian arrow system uh, you know showed up the cohesiveness in the team the way they were you know charging forward trying to win the ball and uh, the fact that this got the early penalty uh, you have to be near the goal in the final third to get a penalty also so uh, and in the saf cup we saw with the senior team how they were struggling uh to you know create enough chances so i mean i definitely enjoyed uh the players put up a very good show i was very impressed with uh, you know especially deepak tangri i think he played very well uh, uh definitely suresh played a great role in the midfield uh, uh though uh, i i've heard some opinions that you know aniket jadhav and rahim ali were not up to the mark but i think they did their job i mean uh, let's not expect much uh greater from these players they did put in a good effort but ultimately you know the flip side is that um uh, oman could be the weak link the fact that uh, you know kyrgyzstan beat uae and uh, uh, so therefore it becomes very tricky uh, if you know oman ends up being the fourth place team in the group then this result and the win is almost of no value to india so tomorrow's match therefore is very important at least a draw is uh, what uh, they should be aiming for Okay then so best wishes to the team let's hope for another good game of football now moving on the concluding bit for the show we will be just talking about abreshmana will give us some updates about the women's asian cup uh, that pot the draw is going to be held in uh, for the women's asian cup on the 28th but before that uh, our girls are playing at the moment of some friendlies before traveling to sweden as well and they had so they had actually a quite a good game against chinese taipei which they were 1 1-0 against them abrishmana your thoughts on that i mean that's that was a great game i must say and it's such a sad thing that probably we couldn't see it on a big screen yeah absolutely i feel that the team is doing pretty well under denobi i think uh, he is doing a good job with the team he has uh, mentioned uh, that uh, he wants the team to be really solid and uh, have a very compact like the positioning to be compact he he wants the work rate to be up more they want he wants the team to be fitter and i think that is something the physicality bit is something that we are kind of seeing in the team right now it's something that i feel is on in developing phase so yeah it's really good to see them uh, give tough fights put up good performances i'll say obviously asian cup is something that's going to be difficult i mean these friendlies would not uh, i mean it will we'll be foolish to think that uh, these friendlies uh, show us the exact way the team is going to play in the asian cup but uh, yeah I, i in terms of the progress yes uh, i do feel that the team looks a bit more organized and uh, yeah i mean they still have couple of months to go 
so how much they can work with it i mean denobi did uh, i asked uh, denobi in the press conference uh, about why he didn't uh, want the iwl before uh, the asian cup and his uh, reasoning made sense uh, because he said that uh, he didn't have too much time with the girls and if they would have gone to different coaches with their respective iwl teams he feels that whatever work he was uh, he was going to he was he would have done with the girls would have kind of got lost made sense before the asian cup so yeah i mean i am excited to see uh, how they do so you finally were invited to the press conference <laughs> yes i was i have been invited to almost every press conference ever since i put the tweet so yes <laughs> so social media does help kind of in my case it did yes Yeah absolutely i mean why would they want to let go of somebody who's actually covering your sport right but anyway let's move on to now as i said on the 28th there is a draw that's going to happen for the afc women's asian cup that will be held in india next year in january now i'm going to quickly run through the uh, the whole pots that they have in four pots uh, we india is placed with japan and australia in pot 1 pot 2 is china thailand and korea republic Pot three is Philippines, Vietnam, and Iran, and finally pot four has Chinese Taipei, Myanmar, and Indonesia. Abhishekna, your quick thoughts on this draw? What are you? What do you reckon from this? Um, most definitely, it's going to be very difficult for India. Uh, either of uh, China, Thailand, or Korea from pot two would be difficult. Pot three, the only comparatively okay team that we can get is Philippines. and uh, pot 4 i mean all uh, myanmar probably a bit uh, somebody that we would fancy but uh, other than that i mean overall it's going to be difficult india is lucky to have uh, japan and australia in the same pot in that sense uh, so yeah i mean it's going to be an interesting draw let's see what teams india gets but uh, it's it's still going to be very difficult i mean asian cup is a is is going to be Uh, very very interesting to watch and i hope uh, we, i hope we can put up a decent show rahul any quick thoughts on that no i completely agree and i think thanks to this the fact that we are hosting the afc women's cup uh, asian cup we are actually getting to see the women team play so many matches in a year it has never happened unprecedented like the pandemic we have never seen the women's team play uh, more than you know 3 to 5 matches in a single year so this is definitely a good up and it will be a good experience of course i mean i remember 2011 when indian men's team qualified for the asian cup after so many years we were in the group against australia and south korea so whoever maybe it will be a good experience for the girls and we have a good coach so uh, definitely obviously uh, if we can wish and choose we can always uh, think of the easier teams from all the pots but whoever it may be it's good that the girls are getting the right kind of facilities and the matches and it will be a good experience for the future great then i hope this probably you know only going ahead we only have more games for the women's team and you now we see them very often in action now the draw will be held on 28th as i said it's going to be uh shown on the AFC YouTube channel at 12:30 p.m. onwards IST so i'm sure we are all going to be glued on that and before that you will hear this podcast which is episode number 3 of the totally indian football show which will be dropping on 27th and uh, let me thank my guests before going rahul and abreshmana thank you so much for doing this after your you know working hours so thank you very much 
Thank you. Thank Not you. at all. Always a pleasure. Well, that's that, guys. And now you guys know what you have to do. Follow and subscribe to the Totally Indian Football Show on all the major platforms. That's the audio platforms. And thank you for tuning in. Enjoy until we see you next week. Enjoy the draws and probably we'll talk about that as well. So follow HOI for more updates. And thank you so much. This is your host, Sajru, signing off.